Welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. We are sat here at LL Grange, yep. having just got back from Norway, which LL was Norway. LL Norway, which was um, Tusen Tag. That's about the only bit of Norwegian. Yeah, I, I don't remember. even know what to say back. <laughs> You're welcome. Yavel. <laughs> you know, it was brilliant and um, a great trip, wasn't it? It was. We. Um, we were doing a, a ministry team training weekend for their team. It is a beautiful, beautiful place, actually, and uh, a wonderful team. If you ever get the chance to go to El Norway, highly recommend it. They do a wonderful holiday week in the summer. Yeah, just did a little plug for them. And uh, well, we did we did survive their time there too because we went for a little walk just on our final day up into the forest because we were told, oh, you go for a nice walk in the forest, walk anywhere. And we're merrily walking along in the middle of nowhere, weren't we? And suddenly this guy starts shouting at us in Norwegian, which of course we have got no clue what he's talking about. So we shout back, we're, we're English. English. <laughs> Thinking, oh, I hope he speaks English. Anyway, he shouts back, moose hunting. So, uh, yeah, so it turns out when you go in the woods in this time of year, you're supposed to wear a bright orange hat so that you don't get shot because they think you're a moose. Mm. So this is a this was an Eye interesting opener. moment. Yeah. The funny thing is, is we both stood there kind of like, well, afterwards we said, it's like this moment where you think, I could see a moose. Oh, like, yeah, how, how cool would that be? And then you realise, oh, oh, I could have got shot. I could have got shot as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's a handy hint for any of you travelling to uh, Norway this time of year. Very good. Yep. All right, so what are we talking about, Andy Taylor? We are going to talk about the hunger for approval this mm -hmm. week. Yep. Yeah, I, I think this is a good topic and I think it probably affects a lot of us and it might be more subconscious, but maybe as we talk about it, maybe you'll relate to it because we relate to it, don't we? Yep. And uh, I, 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 yeah, hunger for approval or validation or um, acceptance, recognition. I particularly like the word validation. Yeah. Um, and it 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 rings very true to me, even more so the other day when we were coming back from Norway through the visa, um, all the visa places we had to go to, the immigration, and how stressed out I get. You I mean, it's funny. ridiculous. I've literally, I've travelled so much <laughs> now and I am exactly the same. I think I just have an overactive guilty conscience. You think you're going to get arrested or sent back or something? I, I just always feel like as I hand over my passport, like my visa, they ask me the questions, why are you coming? What are you doing? And I always feel like, <gasps> um, and, and, and I, it's just that moment until they stamp it. Yeah. And then I literally feel like I could kiss them. Like <laughs> I probably wouldn't go down all that well. <laughs> but, you just have that moment. I have it on a train when you've got a hand over your ticket. Yeah. They've got to check it and then they sort of have that moment where they look at it and you think. <gasps> so what does that mean then? What does that <clears throat> moment mean when they stamp, when they stamp the passport, or they click the ticket on a train? It's what, okay. Yeah. It's all, uh, it, my ticket's okay. My passport's okay. You're okay. I'm okay. You're okay. And I think that's the, what we're looking for in other people. Yeah. I'm okay. Um, I'm all right. And we, the truth is we all have that built into us, don't we? I mean, if you think back into the beginning of the book of Genesis, you've got God creates the heavens and the earth and he creates all the animals and the birds and the sky and the fish in the sea, et cetera, et cetera. Then he creates human beings and he says, this is very good. So it's immediate. The, the first words out of God's mouth about his creation are words of approval. Yeah. Like, this is very good. And if you think about it, at that point, we haven't done anything. 
Right. So our validation is not and based our in, approval yeah. isn't based in what we do. The deepest level of it is in just the fact that we're his creation. Yeah. Like yeah. who we are, just that intrinsic worth and yeah. value. And that probably is the very core of what we want validated or approved of from people. Just, yeah. I am okay. Yeah. I suppose the truth is that that, that natural need for approval can can get knocked off course a bit, can't it? And, the, and that need for approval can become very insatiable. Mm. Like I really, everything about my life now is really looking for that all the time. In everything that I do, I'm looking for, do you approve of me? Do you approve of me? Are you going to affirm me? Are you going to affirm me? Um, and, and that is where it gets a little unhealthy, do you and, think? And is that because it's missing at the very core of who we are? Like the... Yeah, well, it's it could missing be. deep inside. Yeah, if you grew up in, a, in an environment where you didn't have that affirmation, or maybe you received the opposite of affirmation, you were told that you were a mistake and you weren't wanted and there was never that building up and validation or of you as a silence. person. just silence. Like, yeah. it doesn't even have to be the negatives. It could just be the, the Just the gap. lack of anything. Yeah, yeah, a gap of anything. Then yeah. that, would, that would give you that longing inside for it. It would, for sure. Yeah, and so then, because it isn't just about our childhood or our parenting i mean no. obviously if you have that put into you in the foundations that's going to make you stronger but there's something that happens as you grow up even i don't know like what age it would be but there's an age where suddenly this this self talk happens and suddenly you start to be at school or be around other kids and those messages are right. going on like i don't fit or I, I don't look as nice or I'm not as smart as them. I'm not as good as them. And all of that starts. Now, that doesn't yeah. just start because of your childhood. No, that, that's that, just life. Well, it's humanity. It's yeah. carnality. It's sin, isn't it? Or yeah. is it sin? I don't know. Is it just the fallenness of the world? I guess so. Trying to be, trying to survive in the world and work out where you fit. Do you and think it's the very, enemy? Yeah, like there's that, a lot of comparison, suppose, isn't there? Do you think the enemy's whispering? People would always blame me. Is it the enemy whispering it? I don't know. We just whisper it ourselves, over ourselves. Well, he is always trying to undermine the good things of God, isn't he? So we are the good thing of God in his creation. So he will always, there's always a desire in the enemy's mind, in his intent to undermine us as people. So this whole compare yourself with and you're not as good as and you don't match up, that gets sewn in at a very early age, regardless of how good your upbringing was and mm. how loved you were or whatever. I mean, that will create more of a solid foundation, but nobody is exempt from this. No, I think that's really important for people to understand because I think it puts us all, even a sense, on an equal playing field. Like yeah. some people might have it to very deeper, deeper degrees. And yeah. and obviously if you've had people in your life speaking the opposite and they've actually, or, or real ne or neglect or any of those things, and there's a, there's a, what's it called? Like a bed for it. There's a, yeah. like a breeding ground for it to really grow. Um, as, and as long as that's in place, as long as that holds on, then what you end up with is like a target-based approval. So if I reach this target, then I'll be approved of. Yeah. Like if my weight gets to this weight yeah. or if I earn this degree or if I'm healed, Yeah. when I'm healed, then I'm that becomes a goal, doesn't it? Or if it? I can memorise enough scripture. 
Yeah. I mean, in, even in Christian circles, it can yeah. work, can't it? If I become this kind of Christian that can recite scriptures mm-hmm. like a walking concordance, then I'll be approved of as a Christian. Yeah. Or if I can keep everybody happy or if I'm this sort of person, it, always like trying to chase a, a, a something. Or even just doing good deeds. Sometimes we want to be the, the carnal part of us or that longing part of us, I guess, wants to do something good so that other people see that good thing. So that then they approve of us. So, so that, we're earning, trying to earn something. And I guess yeah. you know when that's happened is that if you do something for somebody, but it's not seen or if some, I mean, heaven forbid, but even if somebody else got the credit. Then I it, hate it then when it, other people get the credit. I know. I agree. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. No, I agree. I feel the same way. I have that. My little injustice monitor. Yeah. Goes off. Our little lawyer pops up and says, hang on a minute. I, I just, Yeah. That's probably too honest, but yeah. never mind. Yeah, we are. We are human after all. So why might it be there? Why might we have this longing for approval? Uh, we've said really what we've lacked in our lives, what we haven't had. Um, but also it could be there because of our humanity and we start saying these things over ourselves of yeah. who we are and what we're what we're like i think fear can take a hold can't it like if we've been disapproved of then that can create a real tangible fear actually of it happening again so yeah. now we're striving to to meet people's approval all the time yeah or, well fear is a good one because it could be fear of criticism or fear of being in trouble or fear that those inner voices that we're saying over ourselves like i'm not good enough or i don't belong or is is true and so we've got to prove that we're trying to prove something inside of us isn't right, even though it feels so right. Yeah. I wonder if one of the ways this outworks is that you can have almost like you can have a lack of approval because you've not had that put into you in your life. So therefore you're trying to fill that void through whatever it is, like we were saying before, maybe it's achievements or, you know, our status or whatever it might be. But I think there's a, the other side of it is that there can be almost like a greedy side of us. If, if, we think, if we think about what sin is and carnality, ultimately, when you strip it all back, that often is a pride thing. Like, I'm at the centre of the universe, everything revolves around me, and I just want, I just want everybody's eyes on me. Like, I, you know, there, there can be a very ungodly, insatiable... Yeah pull towards approval too can't it so it's like a it almost feels like a greedy thing like i just want everybody's eyes to to look at me and give me approval or a selfish thing yeah the thing is though andy with saying that is there'll be people who are listening and they will jump to that yeah. that that's that's it i knew I'm a it terrible person i'm bad i've yeah. got this need for approval and validation in my life yeah and it's because i'm greedy and selfish yeah i just know it there will be I think what we need to get across is that we are all <laughs> greedy yeah. and selfish, aren't we? I mean, yeah. At the very core of our humanity. Yeah. Because that's our carnality. Our carnal- carnality is all me, me, me. Right. I'm at the centre. <laughs> and, and so that can be an, an element in it. But it is important to look at where the rest of it is as well, because I think that if I, if I think about this, if I think about when you subconsciously that that longing for approval is going on, well, it can come from a, a real place of just not knowing 
am I okay? Am I doing all right? It's insecurity, isn't it? It's coming from an insecure place inside that just wants to know I'm okay. I'm doing all right. And then maybe it gets met a little bit like somebody you read a scripture and it's like oh yeah that's, that's good that's I'm, I am loved I'm, I'm I'm accepted or somebody says something encouraging to you and you think oh they love me they accept me hmm. or somebody says oh well done you know you're doing great and but oh well they think I'm doing well but when it becomes in when it's insatiable is it just tapping into I just want more and more yeah <laughs> uh, you know, a bit like we can with food, can't we? Yeah. Like, well, there is. There are the most amazing brownies over in our team kitchen, there which are. we just took on the way over. We did, yeah. And literally, I'm just sat thinking about how I could just eat another... Ten of those. I, I reckon I could. Yeah. You'd regret it afterwards, is the problem. Yeah, but that's, that's, the, that's that sort of like something good. You have something good, and then it just becomes, I want more and more and more. Yeah. And so... I think it is the two things. Do you think? Yeah. I think it would have the, the two things. Like There's that, that, I just want more and more and more of this and learning to be content and, and I guess receive the affirmation and the approval and the encouragement that God's given us or people are giving us and being satisfied with that and content with it. Do you think? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, but I really think more than anything else, I think ultimately the source of the approval matters the most. So if you think about food, like, I mean, I love, I love junk food, like the, like the next person, you know, I mean, KFC. sometimes you just can't get enough KFC or you just need a Big Mac or something, you know, but really you're eating it knowing this is not really proper food. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? At least KFC is chicken, I suppose. But, but there's something about when you eat, you could eat lots of, lots of food that's not great for you and it would fill you up, but it won't satisfy you. Whereas if you eat good food, actually it does have that capacity to satisfy you. And it made me think of the, the story of Elijah in, um, in 1 Kings 19, where he was, to be honest, he was pretty fed up trying to escape from Jezebel. And at the end of that passage, it talks about how he was laid down and he woke up and there was a, a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water by his head. And he woke up and ate and drank that because an angel of the Lord told him to. And it happened a second time. So we're just talking about two bits of bread and two things of water. And it says, he arose and ate, this verse eight, and drank and went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mount of God. It really struck me like if we eat from what God gives, if we take in what God provides or in this situation, what God provided in terms of food, but actually God's approval is like food too. If so, if we take in his truth, then actually it is sustaining. It isn't like, sometimes it's like people can approve of us, but it just falls off. Do you know what I mean? It's like that Punchinello thing yeah. where you hear a compliment. It just, it just drops off. It like goes through off. a sieve, doesn't it? Like it's, yeah, it, it like doesn't hold, funnel. it doesn't hold it, yeah. in. Yeah. And I guess we can do that with God's word too. So we hear God's truth that we're loved and we're accepted and that he cherishes us and that we're his delight. And I think this is why it's important to look at some of the reasons why that wouldn't, why we find that so hard to receive. Like, what is it in us that makes it so hard to receive that truth inside? Is it because it doesn't match everything that goes, is the messages that are going on inside? Yeah, and the maybe. history of the messages maybe. and Yeah, and all the self-talk. I was just thinking when you were saying that, like, is it realistic? 
Is it enough what God thinks about us? Is this a trick question? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Can I have it multiple choice? No, I mean, it sounds sort of idealistic, isn't it? Like if we just know that God loves us, then we're okay. Yeah. And I was pondering it, I guess, in my own head. Like, is that enough or is it that that is what lays the solid fact? Because there there are people who say, I don't need other people. So then it would fuel that kind of thinking that we don't need people. It's just what God thinks of me. But I guess if we have it as a foundation, like I am loved, I am approved of, I'm safe, I'm known, I'm accepted. Yeah. Then I guess we're not, we're going into relationships, not trying to draw something. We've already got something, but we do still need relationships. Well, there's the human need. So I mean, need, it... even that is a word, like I need relationships. Well, that yeah. is meeting something then, isn't it? Yeah. And I think I think many people would try to isolate themselves from other people because other people maybe are painful. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Relationships yeah. are painful and they're complicated and they, and they can be challenging and all the rest of it. But it is amazing to me that in the Garden of Eden, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. And there, there's, a, there's a real important part of that, isn't there? I mean, it's part of the brokenness of us as human beings and our fallenness that we don't approve of each other more and encourage each other more and how powerful that is when you really receive true encouragement says oh it's great you know well i suppose in a way each other reaffirms what god thinks of us yeah so in a sense it is it it, like if we were just going to sit with just us and our bible and god would that be enough yeah Or, or does he just happen to he does that he does it through that but he also does it through you do need both, actually. And, and, and I guess the flip side of it, one, one extreme would be, I just need to know what God says. I don't care what anyone else thinks, mm-hmm. which we're basically saying that actually isn't true. We do need, we do need that encouragement from each other too. Mm-hmm. The other extreme is, I, I don't need, you know, we don't need God. We can do all this on our own. Yeah. And there's loads of self-help courses you can do and you stand in front of a mirror and you tell yourself how wonderful you are and, you know, all the rest of it. But if that's separate from what God thinks, mm-hmm. then again, it's not going to satisfy, is it? No. Well, I, I think there's something, there's something, there's somewhere of balance in it. So we're going to talk now, aren't we? Are we going to talk now about what we can do? Yeah. Like what we can do. So. What can we do? What can we do? So I think there is an element of self-talk, which is taking hold of God's truth. Yep. That is right. I really do, because I think if we're just going to passively wait for God to just declare something of his love for us in our hearts, mm. we're probably going to miss it. But even I, I do this to myself. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll use scripture sometimes when I'm feeling really wobbly and it's being in touch with that insecurity. So I suppose one of the first things that we can do is be in touch with, be real about the insecurities we've got inside. And even the hunger for that approval yeah. and, and the way that that, causes us to be a bit more driven maybe and maybe twists a little bit of our motives even for doing things yeah so asking yourself is this an issue and lord if this is an issue in my life and i can't see it will you show me it right and it takes a bit of humility to recognize it in yourself like i think i might have been trying to earn something or seek something from from people like so sometimes when you get cross with them because they're not i don't know they're they're I don't know, been doing something and 
just looking at what, why am I cross with them? Like, is it really their fault or is it something I was looking for them from them? That maybe wasn't realistic. Yeah. It wasn't realistic. It was meeting a deeper need inside of me. And I'm actually really cross just because they weren't doing what I wanted them. They weren't saying about me or yeah. meeting these needs. Um, and I think it's being honest with that. So what I was saying was that I sometimes take hold, when I'm in touch with that insecurity and that, that sort of hunger, sometimes I'll say to myself, I'm okay. I'm okay. And, but then I'll use scripture. I'm okay because God has loved me. He loves me with an everlasting love. Right, exactly. I'm loved. I'm okay. I'm secure. And I sort of speak it to myself. But to connected to God. Connect, yeah, but go, taking hold of God's. Because if I was just going, it's okay, Kath, I love you. <laughs> it's, that's just so empty. Well, that's what I mean. It is like, that's like eating a cheeseburger. That's not the same. No. It's not the same. And no. so to do that connected to the Lord and his truth and saying, Lord, I'm yeah. saying this, but I'm kind of, I'm saying it almost like I'm saying it in faith. Like I'm yeah. trusting that your word is true and I'm going to agree with it. So if you say that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, yeah. Like it does in Psalm 139, then I'm going to say, well, thank you, Lord. I'm going to agree with that. And I'm going to tell myself, Andy, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, well, you might I think you have to. Weird doing it, well, but... you do feel weird. And I do it. And I sometimes do it in the car on the way into work when I'm just feeling a bit wobbly about the day. I'm safe. And God, you've got me. You And I use scriptures. Like you're my defender and my rock. Yeah. And, and I speak it to myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I think there's so much of the opposite. Mm. These these narratives or these messages that are internally going on, you know, oh, you're rubbish, are you no good, are you this, are you that? And they, they go on at a very, very subconscious level. And yeah. I think there's just speaking God's truth into us, that, that worth and that value. And it's not about what I'm going to do today or what, how great I'm going to be. It's not about what other people are going to, think is amazing or rubbish yeah i'm loved i'm yeah. loved because scripture says i am loved and i'm accepted by him and he's adopted me into his family so i am loved so i think self-talk but with god is really good yeah well, i agree i think part of this process has to be asking the lord to show us some of the reasons why we struggle to receive the, you know this truth of of the fact that God does approve of us or that we are okay. You know, there is, there is often in our heart, there's like a pushback. So even when someone gives us a compliment or we'll know it when we give other people compliments, sometimes their initial reaction is just to say, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. they'll sort of push it back somehow. They won't actually receive it. It's rare to find somebody. I think it's rare to sort of encourage someone and them to say, thank oh, you. thank you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's quite a hard thing to do because you feel like, well, I'm being proud. Am I being proud just to receive that encouragement? So we we could ask the Lord the question, couldn't we? Lord, why is it I find it hard? And some of that is just our fallen humanity. But maybe there are reasons why. There are more specific reasons why Yeah. to do with our background of things that we've experienced in life that were tough and that have left a bit of a mark on yeah. us, you know, and that, that, that will lead to people that we could forgive. Yeah. And we could ask the Lord to begin to heal some of that in our own heart. And, and I mean, the, the wonderful truth is he can do that. He is an absolutely amazing God that can transform lives mm -hmm. in, a, in amazing, amazing ways. 
We were introduced to a lady just this weekend at LL Norway, weren't we? And she was a lovely lady, hardly spoke a word of English. But the, the leaders there, Tor Jürgen and Siri, were just saying that her life's totally transformed. I mean, totally transformed. Having gone to the centre for a number of times on course and events and things. And, and really, God's work being beautiful. So there is hope in this. You know, this isn't just about, if only I could find the person that could say the thing that I'm desperate to hear of, that would validate me and encourage me. You know, that, that can be a carrot on a string, really. And part of this process is, Lord, heal me on the inside, restore me on the inside, so that when I hear your truth, it actually goes in. Because that will change everything, won't it? Yeah, definitely. Do you think sometimes we can be a little bit lazy or a little bit passive in all of this and we can just sort of accept where we're at and think that we're waiting for God to come and do a sort of transforming work. Mm. And when I think of my own journey with God and what he's helped me with and what he's done in my life, or I mean, definitely with people that we meet who've really seen like that lady, Mm. it doesn't just happen like a, a light switch I'd, moment. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that at all. This is yeah. like you've got to dig in and you've got to do the, some of the work yourself. It's not about self-healing, but it is about putting action yeah. to, and taking hold and, and going against your feelings in a sense. Because yeah. when there is script, there's so many scriptures that talk about how God feels about us, but we get really quick and, and into a habit of just batting that away like a yeah. baseball bat we've got this inner intrinsic bat that we hold and we read a scripture like you are fearfully and wonderfully made made." like and it uh, but actually if we take hold of that yeah catch it if you think of that with a bat and a ball like we catch it and we hold on to it and we say god you say that i am fearfully and wonderfully made i don't feel like that right i feel like the opposite or i feel like just blah but this is what you say and you chew on it yeah. and you, you going back to food, I suppose it's like having food, mm. l- like a good steak or something that you've really got to chew on and you, you, you hold it in a sense. And, and it, it, I suppose it is that action before our feelings and then our feelings follow, don't they? Yeah. Somehow that truth then goes in, it goes in somewhere deep and it does start to counter some of the, inner feelings but I suppose if we always waited for our feelings first yeah or if we were led by our feelings well we're not going to grow right yeah another thing that we need to look at here is I, I do think that there are two levels of this like one level that we've been talking a lot about is this sense of approval of me as a person like I'm just God approves of me he loves me you know, I'm his child. And that is like this foundational, fundamental truth element. But there is also something of approval that comes throughout life as we, as we do things and achieve things and everything else. Not that that's the foundation of who I am as a person. Do you mean with God? Yeah. Well, I think, well, God and with other people, like there's like, if someone does well at something, we'd want to encourage them, wouldn't we? Like that there's rightful approval for that. So that has to be part of things. And we were looking earlier at this verse in, uh, in 2 Timothy 2, verse 15. And it just says, work hard so you can present yourselves to God and receive his approval. So this is a different level of approval. Like he approves of what he's made. 
But he's also, there's this encouragement from Paul in this letter to Timothy saying, work hard, like actually put some energy into your walk with God and your discipleship journey and in, 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 in proclaiming the kingdom and doing the things of life so that you will receive God's approval. So there's another level, do you know what I mean? Like, and both are important. And, and if you think of work, like when we work, we do get a sense of satisfaction in achieving things. And, and that's a right part of life. If I just sat on a sofa all day long and chose not to do anything else, then I'd very quickly feel, oh. Well, that's an interesting way to look, about, look at it because I was going to say when you were talking, so we're not earning love. We've got to make that clear. We're not earning right. love. Yeah. So if you did no work, you sat on the sofa, you're still loved by yeah. God. That yeah. doesn't change. And by you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but you can't then just presume that God's going to provide for you. You can't just, because he would be like, well, yeah, I love you, but go and get out and get a job. It's like our kids yeah. love them, but yeah. Off you Do go. Do the washing up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. I think, I think, and I think that is the, the thing. So, because we want to, I always think, God puts in us a desire in our heart to please him. Yeah. But th- that isn't the same as tiptoeing around him in fear of him in a wrong way, in fear of his disapproval or fear of his anger or his rejection, because we're loved and we're his children. Yeah. But, it, but if you love God and you, and the more that you fall in love with him, the more that you want to please him and mm. delight him. Yeah. And at the end of our day, it's, little, it's like a little kid coming home with their finger painting of whatever it is, you know, a dinosaur with three heads that we present to him. We say, look, look, daddy, look what I did, you know. And he says, ah, oh, that's great. Well done. Yeah. And that's a different level of approval to you are just mine and I love you. Yeah. And both are important, aren't they? And I think both feed into that kind of core of our being that say, you know, you're okay. Yeah. So I think the bottom line is really is that God wants to soar deeply into our foundations, that we are loved, mm. that we are his children. We're, we're in. We're, yeah. we're okay. Yeah. We belong to him. And, and, and meeting that place that's in us of wanting to be validated and approved and that being a foundation and, then he uses his body and relationships to encourage us and mm. to speak life to us and but and and to counter some of these things that are these inner messages and i think we've got to be listening to what this where we're undermining god's truth and undermining even other people's truth by saying these things to ourselves and holding mm. just such criticism and judgment and condemnation over ourselves and we've we've got to stop doing that, but not stop doing it on our own, stop doing it with God yeah. by using his truth and, and being aware that this can be an insatiable yeah. need within us and, and, and saying, Lord, help me be content. Help me be content with really what you do think of me mm-hmm. and, and meeting the places of lack and gap in mm. our lives. Yeah. Can I just read um, Isaiah 55? You can. Thank you. (laughs) Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? 
Why pay for food that doesn't you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. Mm. Sort of sums it up really, It does, it? yeah. Should we pray? Lord, we just thank you for the words of that scripture. And we thank you, Lord, for the fact that you do approve of us. You love us, Lord, and have welcomed us in. And we are so grateful, Lord. And we pray right now, Lord, that that truth would really go in deep to each one of our hearts, Lord, for us and for each one listening. Lord, where there are things that have made it difficult for us to really accept that truth deep inside, would you please, Lord, bring your healing. Restore us, Lord, on the inside that we wouldn't have these insatiable needs to, to constantly be, be seeking and be desperately hungry for approval, Lord, that deep inside there just be a, a peace and a knowing that we are your beloved children. And at the same time, Father, our, our love response to you in our life is that we want to live our lives in a way that is so pleasing to you, that we would, even through our life, Lord, we would gain your approval uh, through the things that we do. So, Lord, we pray for each one listening that you would draw them closer and closer to your heart. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's just remind you again that there's centres all over the world that are open and have all kinds of events that would just be so helpful for you in your journey with God and it'll help you look at some of these deeper things inside and being around like-minded people who are journeying as well. It's just, Mm. that's, that's always so brilliant. So... Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining with us and we will be back soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.